Trash. Trash. Hey gang, welcome back to another episode of the We Speak English Good podcast. Today's guest is the wonderfully talented writer Kendra Beltran. Kendra is a uh, uh, she is a listicle maker. She is a pop culture enthusiast. Uh, she is a wonderful writer and journalist, and she also did the article on me for Zoe Magazine. I don't know if you guys read the magazine article, but if you want, it's in the show notes, so go ahead and check it out. Uh, I, I had a great time with that article, and I really love the questions that Kendra asked. And that's one thing I didn't ask her about, you know, like how does she come up with her questions, which is kind of a weird question in its own. But anyways, it's okay. I had a wonderful conversation with Kendra, and this is kind of coming off of uh, a few weeks of heavy conversation as you guys could tell we the last few episodes have been full of uh well i had to break it up with the me and reina stream because i just thought that was nice to break things up a little bit uh but um but it's been kind of a heavy subject matter kind of a couple of uh, a few episodes so uh i'm happy to have it be a little bit lighter and then we're gonna go right back to darkness with nick natoli uh, Nick is going to be our release on Friday, uh, but but Kendra is coming up shortly. You can find Kendra and her wonderful wit out at, let me find it actually, I, I forgot to get it prepared, so now I'm just going to sort of uh, say things in uh, KendraWritesStuff.com. There you go. Kendra, K-E-N-D-R-A. W-R-I-T-E-S-S-T-U-F-F dot com. There you can find all of her writings and all the places that she writes for and all the things that she's involved with. Um, and her socials are in the show notes as well. So go follow her up and, and follow, follow her. Go check her out. She's awesome. Absolutely cool human being. Uh, Kendra is coming up here shortly. But first, go to RainyMystique.com and check out her latest a single called Where Are You Now it is a awesome, uh, you know, it, it's like a, it's an R&B song, I would say, in the vein of almost like The weekend or something. But go check it out, R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com. Go check her out, her website. And she's streaming on Twitch four days a week, Mondays through Thursdays, 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can also find We Speak English Good on Twitch. We stream every Monday and Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Sometimes we do extra days just for the hell of it. Uh, I just did a production stream for uh, the song, this song called Pumpkins that Raina is working on. It's a kid's song that she wants to sort of, um, it's sort of like an every holiday song. It's pretty cool. Um, so I'm doing a, a remix for that and it's a synth wavy remix and i just did uh the the production on stream so all kinds of cool stuff going on the stream that you're not gonna get here 
on the podcast, the audio side of things. Of course, keep in mind there is the video side of things on, on YouTube. Right there in the show notes, you can go and watch this episode. Um, yeah, so go click on that on my YouTube channel. Subscribe on there too as well. Uh, but yeah, you're, you're missing out, you guys. You're missing out. We got live music streams. We got IRL gig streams. We got games, prizes, and more over at WSEG TV on Twitch. So go to twitch.tv slash we speak English good and go follow and subscribe and help, and, and, and help support the show. Every subscription helps support the show. If you are interested in supporting the show monetarily, go check out our Threadless store. Everything is on sale right Oh, I just burped. Everything is on sale right now, so please go and shop around. We got all kinds of cool stuff going on there. We got the the W. We got the Woo Pro Wrestler. We got Hot Boy Summer. We got all kinds of crazy shit going on. So please go indulge in the Threadless store. It's WeSpeakEnglishGood.Threadless.com. You can also. Uh, you can also like, subscribe, review, like us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, uh, Snapchat, the whole gamut, Discord. It's all in the show notes. Go click around, follow your boy. It's, that is another free way to support the show and uh, stay up to date on what we're doing. Uh, you can also go subscribe to us on Apple iTunes, follow us on Spotify or anywhere you get your podcast. You can also subscribe to us on YouTube and Twitch. You can also write the show at, oh wait, sorry. You can also do another free thing for the show that's very helpful. If you like the show, give us a five-star rating. And if you want, leave a message and we'll read it on air. You can also write the show at WeSpeakEnglishGood at gmail.com. Let us know what you're thinking and how we're doing. And we'll read those on air as well, unless you specify otherwise. Uh, what else we got here coming up? So again, I mentioned Nick Natoli is coming up on Friday. Whoo, now that's a spicy meatball right there, baby. <laughs> that conversation is a spicy meatball. Uh, we're, uh, it w so currently I am in flight to uh, Seattle, and, I, and I'm not going to Hawaii. No, I'm not going to Hawaii. For whatever reason, I, I said things, I'm going to Hawaii. I'm not going to Hawaii. I'm going out to Seattle to meet up with my friend and a friend of the show, Matt Suarez. And we're going to go to see Dave Matthews Band at the Gorge. And then we're going to drive ourselves back over here to go to Willie Town. So I'm going to be on the road. <sighs> so right now I'm probably nervous and anxious about the thing. I got a bunch of edibles in my system. So I I'm as relaxed as I could possibly be high off my ass on edibles. I'm just speculating on what's happening right now with me, everybody. So stick with me. Stick with me. Uh, I'm probably palms are a little sweaty, but uh, by the time I get on the airplane and then we're in the air, I'm calm. I'm, I'm watching TV. I'm listening to my audiobooks or whatever the fuck I'm doing. Uh, and, and it's a straight shot. So it's a straight shot straight out to, to Seattle. Uh, no, no carryover, no layovers, nothing like that. I didn't want no layovers. I was like, fuck a layover. I'm, I'm flying straight out there. So flying into Seattle. Uh, it's going to be a good time because Washington has legal weed. Like fucking a true American, uh, a true American state. They have legal marijuana. So I'm very happy about that. And uh, I'll be making sure I stock up a bit, um, which is a stupid thing to say publicly. But hey, here I am, folks. This is me. You guys know who I am by now, kind of, unless you're new. <laughs> and if you're new, welcome. 
All right, guys, I'm going to give it up because I'm, I'm doing like 20 intros for the next two weeks. It's not 20. It's like four. So I got to do four intros and outros. So that's what I'm doing today is trying to get all my intros and outros done so I can upload these episodes and I don't have to worry about all that shit. I just have to worry about sharing it. And even that, I, I should set up like my, my, uh, my social media so I can just, you know, schedule the releases and... and, and uh, it's just a mess, you guys. I'm trying. I'm trying to get there. Slowly but surely, I'm getting organized, and my ADHD brain is, is catching up with me. So, all right, guys. Let's jump on over to Kendra and, uh, and, and enjoy this lovely, lighthearted-ish conversation with Kendra Beltran. Kendra, thank you so much for coming on the show, and uh, on a Sunday, nonetheless, I, I feel like this is supposed to be your day off or something, so I appreciate no. it. <laughs> no, thank you for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. So I was going to come on with, I have a feather bow, and I was going to come on like Ric Flair, but then feathers got everywhere, and I was like, <laughs> I was like in my mouth, and I was like, no, we have to X that idea. It's right here. <laughs> Well, I appreciate that. Uh, are you a fan of professional wrestling? I don't know. You... I did. I grew up. I was kind of the, my little brother got into it when it was like The Rock, Stone Cold, yeah. Scotty Too Hotty, Rikishi. And I dove in with the Hardy Boys. Okay. So I'm really big. Jeff Hardy fan, my number one. <laughs> Right, I'm, I'm going to pull up the Hardy Boys for everybody, just in case they don't know who that is. I know, kids don't know. Well, Kid my nephew's nine, and he knows it all. I love that. I love that. <laughs> Hold on, we're going to bring up some images. We're gonna bring up. Oh, we got to bring our guest back too. Look at them. Gorgeous. The, look at these. Look at these guys. Look at Jeff. So, so the the, the for me. Um, being as old as I am, um, the I, uh, I I kind of fell off like right as The Rock was like rising to power, and so oh. so you know yeah so like I came up it's and waves. I was watching WCW and I, I like when I was in it I was like so hard into WCW because you know Hulk Hogan went over to uh, <laughs> WCW but then he turned evil and it was NWA. And I was just like, this, oh, wait, is it not NWA? <laughs> Excuse me. Like, he might have Wrong said group. the N in NWA. <laughs> right. Which him, turns but. out, which turned out, <laughs> right. Which turns out to be like a thing that he likes to do in the weirdest way. It's a weird, like, like what went down with Hulk Hogan? Like, that is the weirdest way for your racism to come. <laughs> like I mean, it's not funny, but like just the idea that someone's in the throes of passion and like that's what's coming out of your mouth, like that is a very oh, odd and weird situation. But you know, at the time, and I didn't know about his racism, and I was a fan of his, so like I, 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 I it definitely enjoyed that whole changeover, and, and like Sting went over, and uh, oh my god, and, and I think Ric Flair even was in it too for a little they while. Were bounce back mm -hmm. so much right. that I, I can't keep track of it. Right, exactly. Like, you know, I, I wasn't bringing you on to talk about wrestling, but <laughs> I, mean, I, I kind of dish about it. Right, right, right. Well, it yeah. was my thing. <laughs> hey, Andre the Giant's the GOAT. You think so? You think so? Kathasaurus, how you doing? Welcome in, welcome in. 
Thank you I think here. Andre, it's so hard to watch him, like <laughs> old footage, because he looks like he's in so much pain. Oh, it's man. like he's just like, uh, uh. Yes. And you're just like, God, let that guy. And the outfit choice was. <laughs> It just it's all bothersome. Right. A lot of the old wrestling, the outfit choices, there was a tag team where they were just like in dominatrix outfits. I don't remember their names, but oh my, my husband was watching an old like you know, SummerSlam or something, and I yeah. was like, that is BDSM. <laughs> um I I just I need to know who these wrestlers were. And this is God, something I, I just remember their names. Um when I put in dominatrix outfits <laughs> wrestling, it, a really interesting thing comes up here. So Google image will give you a wild ride. Yeah, yeah. I, I won't show you guys what I'm looking at, but uh, anyways, I, I guess we're we're moving on from that. He was in permanent pain. Yeah, Kathazoras, you're right. Andre the Giant was a big dude who suffered. Wasn't it the what's that? He probably had like a thyroid issue. Yeah. A lot of people with giant like that grow larger right. it's a thyroid gland issue i watch a lot of tlc well back in the day before it was just 600 pound life and you know that big old family that keeps reproducing but you know <laughs> back in the day when they actually taught you things yeah yeah the <laughs> tlc that, that the learning channel the the fine folks are they the ones who brought us honey boo boo too or is that something else is i that believe so <laughs> the learning channel the more you know <laughs> The more you know hey. about your fellow countrymen. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, he, yeah, he was a You're right, Kendra. He was in a, a ton of pain towards the end. But before that, he was a legend. And he actually wanted to push through the pain. Wrestling was all he wanted to do. He also declined treatment for his giganticism so that he could continue wrestling the way he did. Look at that. Look at the knowledge in here. Look at the knowledge being dropped. <laughs> Yeah, that that's 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 uh you know that sucks too because he died so I mean I don't know how I mean he was pretty young he definitely wasn't an old man when he died so <laughs> I think he was in his thirties like hold on how, oh wow I would have guessed he was like in his forties probably I don't know, is also like watching those old ones and having your phone right there you Google their age mm -hmm. and we were watching one with Ultimate Warrior and I was <sighs> like God he looks like rough he was like yeah he was in his early twenties I was like no way <sighs> is that guy like the roids, the roids. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So you were absolutely right. He was 46. He, he was born in 1946, died in 1993. So, yes, absolutely. He was in his 40s. I don't know why I thought he was in his 30s. Uh, whatever. Uh, mm -hmm. But, but yeah, there's the... There is something weird about how, like, back in the 70s and 80s and even in the 90s a little, that people in their 20s just look like they were, like, 45, yeah. midlife. <laughs> like, what what was going on that was so stressful? Well, <laughs> well me and my friend were talking about this because yeah. we're, like, you watch these old sitcoms now, like Home Improvement or mm -hmm. anything from, like, ABC, TJF, era, and you're, like... Wow, Tim Taylor was like my age, but he had a house. Yeah. He had a wife, he had kids. So that made them seem older. But yeah. like, as we're obviously millennials were the issue, you know, <laughs> we don't have homes. We don't have a lot of kids. We're like choosing alternative lifestyles than our parents. It's mm -hmm. like, we think that's young. So to see these people in our age back in the day, I don't know, just like the house and everything right. makes them seem older. Yeah, absolutely. Like having a house payment, having a factory job or whatever you're doing, you know, like like that takes a toll. 
and then as as the millennials go forth and ruin the world, I guess uh, the you know we we've taken on this sort of like gig economy, and we've sort of taken on this like alternate lifestyle, which is not like striving for. I mean, I'm from the Midwest, so there is this mentality here where it's like you know you work hard. And you make your money, you take care of your family, you have yourself a beer, and you watch TV at the end of the day, and, you, and you know, your food's ready, and, you know, this is a very traditional ideal. And unfortunately, um, unfortunately, the, the economy doesn't support that anymore because of our... Because of all of all the jobs are gone now and shipped away, and 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 so there's a lot of just you know disenfranchised people around here, and that kind of turns ugly in in ideology. You know when you felt like you've been burned by your 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 own, uh, you know your own city, your own county, your own government, and, and it turns into some icky stuff. But you know, uh, see, see, look, this is fun. I I, I immediately started going down the sad path. <laughs> But it's interesting to think like my nephew who's nine and his friends, what will they think uh, like we look like? Do we look right. old? Do we look like because we don't have homes? <laughs> we don't have I'm not giving him cousins or anything right. anytime soon. Yeah. So it'll be interesting in the future what they look back and like, do they think like, yeah, their grandparents looked old, but we were like, I don't know, a hot mess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the hotness generation um well you know like there's the, i mean we are as millennials like not having as many kids and, and i do see kind of a you know i'm not trying to get on that bill gates thing of like we gotta like reduce the population but we do need to start like thinking about these things and taking it very seriously and if we are sort of choosing to like follow careers more and follow passions more, um, and because of the hard work our parents did, um, you know, I, 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 you know, I, I don't know. It's, uh, I don't know. Well, I, I forgot what I was saying in the middle of that sentence. So I just said, I don't know. <laughs> that was my, can you, can you go through what we were just saying? This has been happening lately. I just been losing track in the middle of talking. So we were talking about our parents and, um, well, they worked hard. Oh, uh, yes. Less provided for us. Right. And now and, we're like, we'll provide for ourselves. Right. And we don't really want to take on the responsibility of like, you know, bringing another person into this world. Which, God, no. Which, which, which I have a son and I love him to death and he's awesome. But, <laughs> but it's, you know, like I, me and my wife were two selfish musicians, you know, you know, when he was born and we had no intentions on having children and we just mm -hmm. wanted to live a life of selfish artists, you know, just fulfilling our own passions and needs and, 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 and dreams. And uh, well, you know, surprise, surprise, here comes, uh, here Maybe. comes uh, our, our buddy. Uh, but <laughs> again, you know, whatever, it, it was fine. But yeah, like it is, it is something that is interesting. Universal get out excuse. <laughs> yes, exactly, Kathasaurus. Now I can con I can consistently tell friends. Sorry, guys, I got a son. You know how it is. I mean, oh, you don't. That's okay. a good. That's a positive. It is. It is only because, like, as I get older, I have no want or need to go out and be with people that I don't really know that well, who are drinking alcohol, like, who are, you know, just, and loudly talking to each other with no mask on and, like, just whatever, you know. And not, not that I am a, not that I am an anti-masker or a for-masker kind of guy, but I'm guessing that the, your experience with masks 
and my experience are mass are probably completely different just because of where we live geographically. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, California. Well, it's also where you are in California. I was down at my mom. I'm in Long Beach, mm. like the LA area, and my mom's down near Palm Springs in oh, a little cool. white trash town, Cabazon, <laughs> California. Shout out! Hey, um, and so that's oh my god, I'm County. so sorry. I'm and so sorry. I, I had to go to the bathroom, so I ran into a grocery store, and like the first people I saw, no mask in L, like where I live, oh, yeah. the security guard will not let you in yeah, the grocery store without in. a mask. So yeah. I was like, <gasps> yeah, I I'm very for my mask. My husband's a cancer survivor, so mm-hmm. like we can't get sick. Yeah, yeah, no, and and okay. absolutely, I I you know like I people be safe, just be safe out there, and and just watch watch your back and stuff, but. But yeah, it, it, like in Ohio, it's, I've been going to the gym and nobody's been wearing a mask at the gym since like February. And oh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, and you know, I I, I don't know the, the 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 numbers aren't the numbers are just as bad as everyone else's. So it's like, <laughs> what's the truth? What's not? I did see this really interesting meme though that kind of made me think about it and think twice and and start sort of participating because like around here, it you feel weird with your mask on. Like you feel like like why is this person yeah, here? Like, <laughs> yeah, you're kind of like oh like I'll go jogging or something and nobody's like I don't wear that when I'm jogging because mm-hmm. I'm like oh. right <laughs> it's like, outside and I'm, I'm vaccinated whatever but I'm go. just like you feel weird if you pass someone with it like I, I'm like I'm so sorry right. like it's like yeah it's no. kind of the peer pressure <laughs> no for real and 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 but I mean. Ohio is just like we that we have been so ready to not give a, a crap about anything. <laughs> we but just I can't wait to not give a shit about the mask. And and so and no. that's where we're at. And so when everybody when everybody sees like a, a mask person, it's almost like they're like the pariahs. Like, what are you doing here? Why are you here infecting us with your mask? It's a it's a weird place, Ohio. It's a weird place. I, I'm not I'm not necessarily against it, but I I, I have reconsidered like what I'm going to do with the mask because of this meme I saw where they show this petri. Di- yeah, I know, I know. That's just is ridiculous. I know that the things I say are ridiculous, but I saw this meme where it showed like. Um, you know the 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 petri dishes of like a sneeze without a mask, sneeze with a mask, um, talking for a minute without a mask, you know, with a mask, and and coughing and, and just a couple different things, and you can see, you know, the huge difference. Whereas like the mask, which I think it's a little bit disingenuous because there is, uh, you know, there is. The, the virus can get through mass. It, it's mm-hmm. absolutely a possibility can get through mass. And so, like, the other side was completely no, uh, nothing on the Petri dishes. So, like, I, I think that's a bit misleading as a meme. But it does make you think about how much you can transfer this shit. Um, but anyways, mask. All stuff. I got to say is, like, um, Magic School Bus, They Ralphie was sick one time, and they went inside his body, and they taught us about viruses yeah. and how to, you know, uh, prevent them. So I think maybe everyone, maybe a lot of people missed that episode back in the 90s, but that's where <laughs> I went. I was like, guys, this frizzle covered this. We covered this. <laughs> we covered this. Yeah, I, I mean, exactly. And that's why I'm just like, I... I'm not telling people not to wear masks. I'm not telling people what to do about it. Like, you just be responsible 
Okay, I'm just I'm just calling for responsibility, everyone. Let's just let's just be as responsible as we can be out there. Uh, I live in Florida. The approach here is what pandemic? It's wild, <laughs> right? And now they're they're ticking up a little, right? They're ticking up with the Delta. Here comes the Delta. Uh, no, there's a Delta Plus overseas. Ooh, I know. Delta. Can't wait until the the tourist season is, is over <laughs> so we can uh, go back into lockdown. Do you, do you feel that coming? Do you feel like that's another that's a real possibility? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. With like the winter months coming mm -hmm. for sure. There's going to be an uptick. That's why like our lease is up soon. And mm -hmm. I'm like, should we head out of California? I just like being in a big city during mm -hmm. that lockdown. It's like L.A.'s great when you can do things. Right. But when you can, it's just another place. Yeah. Like just another place to sit in traffic. It's Yeah. It's, it's weird. like my Netflix account can go anywhere. <laughs> so. Right. And your job, the job that you do. Uh, yeah. can go anywhere and and, and mm -hmm. that's what's you know and that's another cool thing about like this millennial generation is that we're sort of setting up these lives where we can be transient if we want to mm -hmm. and and that's exactly how it is for me and my wife we're we're very much like if we need to go well let's go you know it's like uh, it's fine my wife uh, she teaches lessons online voice lessons and she's talking to a lot of people overseas. And when the pandemic first started, she was talking to somebody in Taiwan who was like, oh, yeah, you should think about getting masks because something like it's really bad over here. What's happening? And she and this was like in December. And, oh. and I remember she was like, yo, my Taiwanese student keeps telling me maybe we should get masks. And she's and I'm just like, for what? Like, what? You know, like it. Before a pandemic and before a mass lockdown, you never think that a pandemic or a mass lockdown could ever be, even be possible. I mean, it's just nothing <laughs> that we've ever seen before. So You're it's like. like no. <laughs> yeah, no, you, you're, not, you're not taking anything seriously. And of course, I'm a stupid American. So I'm just like, I'm fucking number one, bro. I'm cool. You know, like, so the, the you know, obviously what happened happened. And, and <laughs> but, but I always am like, I'm mad. Oh my God. I remember like March last year, my husband, he had like his last in person visit at the oncologist. Oh. And we asked her, like, what do you think? You know, and she's like, July. This July, it's going to be, you know, that was done. her educated guess up until the what information she had. I was like, so I went home. I told my friend, like, I'm not worried about it. Yeah. Like, I'm worried. I'm going to wear my mask and stuff. But July. Right. It's, it's going like, to be all over. I mean, of course, July it was It was 15 <laughs> days to, to, to curb the spread or whatever. And, you know, 15 more days. And then. But my uh, my wife was uh, now she's talking to people in Spain and and I don't, you know if anybody can remember that, that that Spain was like one of the big hot spots in the beginning where mm -hmm. and and because of this podcast I got to talk to musicians experiencing it right out in Madrid and he's like uh, bodies are leaving by the semi truck full and things are crazy and people like it, it it was really cool because the whole show sort of sift, shifted into a. Uh, uh, like, what are people doing in the middle of a pandemic? What are musicians and artists doing right now to sort of get through this, wrap their heads around it and stuff? But in any case, my wife is teaching somebody in Spain and they're saying, and, and she's a very wealthy student and, and she has lots of ties to the magistracy and to the, you know, to the government. And she's like, you know, um, casually at these parties that, that these fucking rich people will have, it'll, <laughs> they literally are talking, like city planners are talking. It's like, yes, we're going to wait until the the tourist season again to initiate the lockdown so in spain which i'm not trying to start a panic or anything people i'm just saying this is some sec third fourth hand information 
but you kind of get this idea and she's not just hearing it from her you know she's hearing it from mm-hmm. other people in other countries who are like you know like in Singapore we, we have a friend in Singapore who is you know, like things are really bad right now, and and the and the government is really doing a lot of overstepping in personal freedoms right now in Singapore. Um, you know, uh, India again. You know, like all these different places and all these places that don't have access to the vaccines and stuff are really taking a hit. And in any ways, uh, you know, the the idea of another lockdown. And you know, uh, Pizza Jams thinks there's going to be another lockdown, and Cartagena don't think so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, and obviously, I'm not a psychic or even a scientist for that matter but it's still it's like i don't, I don't know like so you're thinking of, of of making the great escape from la I, yeah we've talked to, there's a offer on the table for new york for mm-hmm. my husband Ooh. but i again i don't want to be in another big city yeah. um his parents are in virginia so there's talks of going there mm-hmm. and you know waiting out another lockdown with right. them saving on some rent yeah <laughs> Dude, no, I, I, I mean, it's a, I, I don't blame anybody. And I left, me and my wife left a few years ago. We left San Diego and um, it was, uh, it, for me, it was horrifying. I did not want to come back to Ohio. Like I escaped from Ohio and, and I had no intentions on coming back here. And, and, and the, the thing was is that, like, I knew that she was right because the neighborhood we were in was definitely pushing artists out. We lived in this neighborhood called Ocean Beach, and, mm-hmm. um, and, it, uh, and it's, it was like a hippie kind of a beach, and it was an artist It's very artisty and hippie. It's a cool little neighborhood, but it's, artists are just being pushed out by the gang because, it, uh, obviously, people are coming in with more money and trying to you know, slumlord. It's crazy. Any case, she was absolutely right to get out of there when we did because if we would have been there through this thing, I don't know what I would have done. Like, I, it was already like terrible enough to be like in a safe place, yeah. other than mm-hmm. like, and then add on top of that, we're in this place where rent and and is crazy, and and we wouldn't have known mm-hmm. how we were gonna get by and stuff. It would just been a very stressful situation. But I do see the point of sort of leaving and and. And, you know, uh, how would you feel? How do you how do you feel about the idea of leaving Los Angeles and and pursuing a life in Virginia? Oh, my God. I am lifelong California. Even (laughs) if I came from like white trash um, cabs on the desert, I still I mean, we all it boils down to the weather. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's so hard. And like all my whole family's here. All my friends are here. But you know, my bank account says you are a Virginia girl. <laughs> <laughs> my, my bank isn't Californian. I yeah. am, but not my bank account. <laughs> no, I, I I completely understand it, and it's hard to be an artist. Um, is is you know, if you don't mind, you are are you just a full time artist or artist or writer or journalist? I'm a, and... yeah. I just do freelance writing. Mm-hmm. I write for a couple websites, and then uh, yeah, that's basically how I make my income. That's wonderful. I I love that. That's so cool. Cool. And is your husband in the same sort of field as like art? No, he he's total opposite. He's like an office person. Sweet. He's in an office. Yeah. <laughs> Sells office furniture, which was awkward during a pandemic when everyone <laughs> was working from home. Right. So we're kind of like, right. hmm. And he worked, he's worked remotely since the pandemic because being cancer survivor, he really couldn't risk going right. in with Absolutely. his immune system. Wow. I mean, you know, and, and that's the other thing, too, is like you just you got to think about the other people who who are at risk, who are highly at risk. It's like, man, it's just um, Carter G. What did you say? At least we all know how a zombie apop- 
apocalypse will go down just like the movies because nobody wants to take precautions. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Humanity. Uh, Kendra, we'd love to have you over here, but there's more people and it's expensive and winters suck. Oh, yeah. And, and Car- Cartagena is from uh, the East Coast. So, um, and we got a question from from, from Cartagena. Uh, who do you write for? Oh, and this is actually before you answer. And I will okay. actually, why don't I let you answer? What a dick move. That's such a dick. <laughs> Hold on, let me uh, answer for you. Uh, let me just mansplain <laughs> this real quick. Like, uh, go ahead, please. I do music interviews for Zoe Magazine, that's Z O, and then magazine. So I interview about a dozen musicians a month, and then I do. Um, I write for an LGBTQ site. I mostly write like sexy articles. Uh, it's called Andrew Christian, Ooh. which is kind of. It's like I know nothing about these things, but I. <laughs> That's the thing of being a writer, you know, you gotta, you make it work. And then I also write for um, just music, like reviews for, it's called Music and Fashion Blog. Yeah. Just started that one, but yeah. And then I do my podcast and that's about it. Yeah. And and you can see, we got some links in the chat gang. Go ahead and uh, go check out her website. And I uh, I put her podcast, I led it to her YouTube, but it, it's on all pod, anywhere you get your mm-hmm. podcast, you can find Crushgasm and, and go listen to it. It's, it's, it's really entertaining. Uh, I actually, I, I want to, you know, like what, what was the idea behind Crushgasm? Because uh, I, and I actually do want to talk about your, your sexy writing just because it's really <laughs> interesting that but but please, <laughs> okay. and, and by, um, I'm I'm so sorry again. But by the way, everybody, Kendra is the one who did the article on me. So that that's oh, that that's mm-hmm. how we met. So just so you know, and there's the article right there. So if you guys want to go read it, if you haven't had a chance to, go check it out and leave a like and a comment and let them know that uh, you you were there. But please, I'm so sorry. Please please continue. Oh, so Crushgasm, like my husband, he's a typical white guy. He loves podcasts. That's what y'all, like they're known for, you know, the <laughs> Joe Rogan, Tom Seguras. Um, and he was like starting one with his friend that lived over on the East Coast when the pandemic started. It was just kind of like them just to like meet every week and talk about their personal lives. And then he started another one called Happened in the 90s where it was more pop culture based. And I had been thinking like, oh, I've interviewed I've interviewed so many. I've been interviewing people for like 10 years, but it's always email interviews. So I thought, why don't I try? Like my husband can do all the editing and all that stuff, but I know how to book guests. I know how to interview, but it was the first time people were hearing my voice. There's one episode I did. I have been talking to Claire Hawkins, this musician for maybe five years. And it's the first time we ever like actually had a conversation so i was like well what do i like to talk about i love slumber parties and what do you talk about at slumber (laughs) parties you talk about your crushes and i thought well your crushes mean so much more than it's just someone you think is cute there's so many deeper things so i just reached out and my goal was to reach out to a lot of different type of people because i noticed like i did my research i was like what are these crush podcast about and they mostly just had women on and they would be like straight women so i was like well i want to talk to men i want to talk to all different types of people so that's kind of how i build up my guest list too it's all about the diversity Mm. i want to hear from every different type of person about their crushes 
Crushes and pillow fights. <laughs> yeah, there. I, I love a good. I still, my friend. Uh, I have a friend. We have wine nights, Ooh. and then we. It's our summer parties, but now that we're older and can drink wine nights, wine and we night. just watch old boy band videos and yes. kind of rate them. And <laughs> talk about them. I love that. that that's fun. No, it, it, it reminds me of my wife. She's very. She was vis, very Disney oriented. Not that I'm calling you Disney oriented, because I realize that can be yeah. a, a, a kind of a. a, a some people take that off- take offense to that. So. I love Disney. I grew up um, in the Renaissance era of right? Disney, uh, 89 to 99. Hey. But I do have a love-hate relationship with Disney because I've talked a lot about it. I've written a lot about the like lack of diversity in sure. Disney. It's like you gave me Princess Tiana, and then five minutes later, you made her frog. Yeah, so it's that was kind of like... Hmm. That's kind of tough. Hmm. It's kind of tough. You have a big issue with the princess and the fry. And it's and my problem was they were like made a big deal about going back to 2D animation. They're like going back to the basics, guys, going back to our roots. <laughs> and then they kind of like swept it under the rug because just mirror like then Tangled came out and right. they went back. Tangled was huge. Yeah. But since Tangled, all their animation has looked like Rapunzel. It's been these big old headed women with mm. like bug eyes. Like, tell me, like Rapunzel and Anna and like what's her name Elsa don't look the same. Mm. That's the same character. Yeah. But yeah, that's my love hate with Disney. <laughs> Sorry, no, Mickey Mouse, but no, I mean, there's no, there's no question that there's been a, a huge lack of representation in the Disney world, and and that, um, you know, that's one thing that's been really cool about these last you know you know 10 years i would say maybe even longer is that the amount of representation that we've been seeing in pop culture and how radically it's and i don't want to use the word radically that's terrible but but like how and it's radical only because of how white and and like do you remember what like beauty was back in the early 2000s whereas like you know britney spears and and like these flat just questionable straight up (laughs) down people and and it it was very you know very white unless it was like rap music and then there would be big butts and champagne and like (laughs) women getting like you know treated terribly and stuff so (laughs) so (laughs) hey early 2000s early 2000s were a wild time for everything (laughs) it was kind of like the 90s ended and Mm. it was such a great decade and then you were kind of like I think maybe people were like, Y2K is going to end it all. And then <laughs> it didn't. And we kind of just went crazy. Carter Hayes said they banned uh, the princess and the frog in, in their household. <laughs> Because uh, she's just a frog the whole time. <laughs> it's 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 terrible. It's literally terrible. Like I, this is, me and my wife watched it together for the first time, and she was just uh, appalled, just absolutely what? appalled. I mean, they did it again with that Soul movie that came out. Oh, did they really? I was like, I didn't get a chance. To, I know, uh, I know, like my son and and my wife, they watched it and they seemed to like it, but I fell asleep. It was fine. <laughs> it was. Oh, they killed the guy, right? Yeah, he dies. But spoiler, he <laughs> dies pretty early on. Then yeah. he's like, obvi- he's a soul, I guess. Right, yeah. <laughs> Name of the movie. He's a soul for most of it. And then he's like a cat, I think. Uh, so. And I only watch it once. But yeah, he, but he's not a human most of it. Yeah, yeah. Surprise, surprise. Wow, Disney. Really, way to diversify, Disney. Really <laughs> stepping outside of the norm here. Uh, it was fine though. It was cute. It made you. I. It's one of those movies. I think it was like Wally, where it was like I don't know if a kid's gonna like it. Like I like the message of it, mm-hmm. but is a kid gonna understand it? 
maybe. Same with Inside Out, which is a perfect movie. Yeah, I, I love kid. that. Yeah, it's well, a good movie. Well, that was the thing all about um, Pixar, though, is like that these were movies that they were intentionally uh, making for children, but they were intentionally adding in these sort of these bigger, you know, older jokes, maybe more mature mm-hmm. jokes. And that's sort of how they, they swept the market again. You know, Disney and Pixar, they sort of swept the market again after, you know, losing steam after their 2D renaissance and then moving into maybe, you know, and of course I'm just looking at it from like, you know, a kid lens and coming into it. But yeah, Disney, hey, what are you going to do? Now they own like everything. So I know. I have <laughs> such a problem with that. Really? All the movies are either Disney, Marvel or Star Wars right. that you look again. I'm going to go back to the 90s. Like one, the year Kindergarten Cop came out, it was one of the top 10 movies. A movie like that today would not even be on the radar. It'd be like a movie you find in the depths of Hulu or Netflix. But that was like a top 10 movie. Uh, Rightfully so. It's an amazing movie. But like now it's like you have to be these big budget like Disney, Marvel, Star Wars to even get on anybody's like list, which is disappointing that it's a lack of creativity, too. Yeah, and, and and all these like remakes that you're seeing, like the the like the Jungle Book and stuff, which you know it was fine and I'm not good. Yeah, and, well, the, not. Yeah, but it's just it's like what are we what are we even doing here? You guys are just rehashing these old crappy ideas, and which yeah. are not crappy ideas, but you know. Well, I'm the saying. Jungle Book one was good. I'll give them that. But like the Aladdin one looked like. Didn't you think it looked like a porn parody of what Aladdin <laughs> should have been, like the live action one? Like, it was so bad. Like, just, it was, it's the cinematography mixed with the bad. It just was like, that was like those late night, like early 2000s Cinemax. when you'd be like waiting, wait for your parents to go to sleep. Yes. (laughs) And a sneak a look. When you, when you, when you say it like that with like all the lacy stuff all around and just like the soft focus and the, 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 I, I, I get what you're saying. Um, I, 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 you know, I have, I have a problem and, and it's going to sound a little, it's going to sound a little, not mean, but a little, I don't know. It might sound a little off-putting, but, like, I'm not liking the new songs that they're adding to these old classics either. Like, some of the songs are okay, but I just, I think, they, I feel like they just ruin, I don't know, they ruin the the original integrity of it. And I get it, they're trying to, like, include, like, you know, a, a nice message for women, like like in Lion King and in uh, Aladdin, you know, they added new songs where, you know, girls get it done, that whole thing, which is great. You know, I'm not against that in any way, <clears throat> but there is sort of this original integrity that sort of p- took me in completely out of it. And I'm just like, what? what is this? Why, why are they adding songs? They're, they're not only rehashing this idea, but they're adding songs and, 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 and ruining my childhood. Because, yes, I, I've gotten sick of Disney now, but, but there was a time, like a lot of people, where Disney was the ish. I mean, like, I was mm-hmm. uh, Little Mermaid, you know, and, and, and the original Lad and, 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 and the other ones. <laughs> they were all the, it was good stuff, and it was a big part of my, uh, a lot of people's coming up. So when I see that, I, I don't know. What do, what do you think of that? Do I sound like a, a misogynist? Am I? There was a debate online because the trailer for Amazon Cinderella with Camilla Cabello is going to come out and it was just like 
like do we need it first of all do we need another cinderella no <laughs> <laughs> secondly they made it was a they call it the girl bossification of yes. movies so she's not looking for a print she's looking to start a fashion line or something mm. that's why she wants to go to the ball she wants them to see her fashion i see and then it, like right when the trailer said i already hate the live action remakes all right <laughs> so i go into the trailer and i was watching it and i was like all right. And then they start with Rhythm Nation, Janet Jack, doing a Glee version of that. So already I'm like, no, no. And then it's like, she wants to be a fashion designer. Mm, mm, mm. And then the t- James Corden, when they turned the mice into people, there he was, he was that little fat mouse. And I was like, no, no, James Corden, no. Oh, but my. yeah, there's this girl bossification. It's like, it's good if it fits the story, but mm. I think you can't force a good like i don't know it seems forceful in some ways like yes. i'm watching a princess like if i'm watching aladdin i want to see the original version i don't need jasmine to go on and you know start an empire i just want to <laughs> see them flying on the kite and like doing stuff yeah. <laughs> or those kind of um carpet yes it, it yeah yeah and i feel that and you know it's um there is something about sort of this movement the representation that's been coming that I, I I love it absolutely love it I mean as you know sentences started like this I know can cause cringes in some <laughs> rooms but like as a Mexican uh, coming up I fucking love Selena like and there wasn't a lot of representation mm-hmm. and and when Selena came out I mean because my mom like she just was always playing Selena and like my mom was comes from like the Vicente Fernando era of music. So like she, uh, she but she absolutely loves Selena. And, and, and so it was a huge part of her life. And, and it was just such a cool thing to see, especially in the mid nineties mm-hmm. where, you know what, Car- Cartagena, don't bring that half Mexican shit in here. <laughs> it's okay. I'm a quarter Spanish, but we represent. <laughs> hey, watch out. Uh, but but yeah, Car- Cartagena is Puerto Rican, so he, he he likes to give me shit. He likes to give me shit. Uh, but and by the way, Moving Dutchman, welcome in. We're 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 talking to Kendra Beltran. And hi, everybody. My name is Mike, uh, and this is my podcast. Sometimes we do um, live music jams and stuff, and uh, and all that good stuff so we're right now we're talking to kendra and uh and and i have a song for you moving dutchman as soon as we get done with these thoughts which um is that i really enjoy uh seeing the representation but i also see like companies like like amazon who definitely mistreat their like largely minority uh workers like garbage and then Mm -hmm. they go on and have like you know, their their BLM month and stuff like that. And oh, yeah. So like there's Black this, voices on Prime, that's what it's called. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and 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 you know, again, I'm not against this. I think it's wonderful and I think it's great. I think people should hear different sides of the story. But I also think that there's this sort of hypocrisy that's coming with these companies, especially when you look at companies like Boss, who are who is like directly getting their cotton from um, cotton that's picked from the weaker slaves in China, and then you know are like loving China for that, and 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 that, and and then they want to tout you know Black Lives Matter while they're buying, you know, cotton. The irony is is awful, you know. But yeah. it's like what what the you know. So there is a little bit of we- <laughs> moving Dutchman with the Mexican shit again. <laughs> uh, but uh, but it's like uh, I don't know. I, I, what's your thoughts on that? And I don't want to sound like an asshole here, but but it it just it, it just it sticks out to me. And this is I don't know. yeah, it's 
it's i mean they're all everything's performative yeah in any company i mean they're gonna put like their blm in february and then you know and it's mexican-american month they're gonna pop out like a mexican person in the front lines and be like look at she's so happy here (laughs) and they do it for every month but what are you gonna do yeah no (laughs) but going back to selena is that your favorite like biopic biopic don't know how to say it um i would say uh it's probably one of my favorites and you know and that's where of course i fell in love with j-lo and who i still like a lot waiting for tonight Oh, I love that song so much. Uh, but uh, it's a uh, yeah. I mean, it's probably one of my favorites besides like the Benny Goodman story or like the Gene Krupa story, which is about big band leaders from back in the day. But La Bamba, yeah, La Bamba was awesome too. Okay. Yeah, like my mom Richie. is like Spanish. My mom's Spanish and white, okay. and I think like. We didn't grow up with like a lot of our own culture. Like my mm-hmm. dad is black and we he just wasn't around as much. So I think she used like pop culture to teach us our heritage. So she would make me watch La Bamba all the time. <laughs> and then she was like, All right, that's done. Let's watch Boys in the Hood. But and oh, a bit another big Mexican one is Blood in, Blood Out. I oh feel my like you're yes. if you are any type of brown, your parents were like, We're watching Blood in, Blood Out right now yeah that was good stuff wow uh, it's like what it, it, it's like what is it bend over give me two good coughs right that's how it starts in the prison i just remember the like the little brother dying of yeah, the heroin yeah. overdose mm, or whatever yeah. it was i was just like <gasps> it's like, oh it's an intense movie it's an intense it's so is boys in the hood though like boys in the hood is like as a kid watching that you're just like what and, and, and like there's they, a blowjob. Like, <laughs> but, but 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 there is that part though, or maybe I'm maybe it's menace to society. Maybe I'm mixing shit up. I'm a little embarrassed. I might be mixing shit up where where it's uh Batos Locos Forever. Uh but but it's there's the scene where the kid holds up a a, a a store and he like shoots the guy and then he steals the tape so he can show it to his friends and they rewind it and play it back and forth. <laughs> And they're laughing. And I just that's thought... Not, I don't think that's boys. Okay, I'm getting stuff mixed up. <laughs> wow, aren't I an asshole? Okay, yeah. Sorry about that, everyone. I'm, I just remember, like, Ice Cube's character, like, yeah, Ice Cube's when they're and little, and then, like, they're going to have the party, and, like, Lawrence Fishburne's, like, okay. super hot dad. Yeah, like, yeah. totally <laughs> wrong movie. Holy shit. Wow. <laughs> Mike, wow, way to go. You're awesome. <laughs> You're really doing good today. Hey, bud. Um, okay, <laughs> well, let's get a raid song for these guys, and then we'll get back into it, because I'm, I'm, I'm interested in your biopic, too, because uh, now that you started this, but we got to do our raid song for movie. Dutchman, movie Dutchman, this is for you, my friend, and uh, uh, thank you for bringing your community over. And I appreciate you, my friend, and you know, you know, all your love and stuff. So, hold on, let me find the thingy here. All right, boom, not hype train, it's a raid song. All right, here we go, everybody. Moving Dutchman, you know how much I love you, buddy. It's raining tacos from out of the sky, tacos. No need to ask why Just open your mouth and close your eyes It's raining tacos It's raining tacos Out in the streets, tacos All you can eat Lettuce and shells, cheese and meat It's raining tacos 
Yum, 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 and yum, it's like a dream. Yum, 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 and yum, more sour cream. Oh my god, cream. It's raining tacos. Ooh, tacos. Ooh, tacos. Ooh, it's raining tacos. Well, it's raining tacos from out of the sky. Tacos, no need to ask why. Just open your mouth and close your eyes. It's raining tacos. Oh, oh my God. Are you serious, Pizza Jams? <laughs> you want a melodica solo? All right, we're gonna get this melodica solo out of the way so we can get back to the conversation. Uh, just give me one second. Um, Kendra, I know that this is, <laughs> you probably weren't expecting this, but <laughs> welcome to the show. <clears throat> All right, here we go. <clears throat> Quick melodica solo for moving, to, or excuse me, for pizza jams. Here we go. Uh-oh, nope. Pizza Jams, thank you for using your points for that. I'm just glad that you guys don't have enough points for other things. Uh, so, kill that. We'll cut, bring our guests. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, Jayla, oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. That's a thing. Uh, huh? In, in what way, just by being around more black people, if they grew up in a white neighborhood? When I started, uh-oh, here we go. <laughs> We're going. We're in it. Um, uh, let's see. Carter G, what would you say? When I started college at Howard, half the kids went to an HBCU to connect with their roots. Um, and then, let me see. Script Queen says, huh, in what way? Just by being around more black people if they grew up in a white neighborhood? Carter G says, yes. And by taking in the culture at the school. Hmm. I never I never felt that urge. I felt my parents passed down their culture well enough. Fair enough. Uh, Script Queen, welcome in. Oh, I already said hi to you. But th uh, yeah, there you go. You guys are talking. Uh, I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna get back to the biopic. But yeah, J Lo was like one of those things that <laughs> that that. Uh, hey, baby, what's up? Jail. Which charger? Yeah, I'm. I'm sorry, my wife just walked in. <laughs> She's looking for chargers. Hold on. Here, you could have this one. Oh yes, yes. You're like J Lo, J Lo, come back, J Lo. <laughs> uh, yeah. So J Lo, uh, you know, that was a that was a thing that I really dug, and 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 you know, we were kind of talking about representation and, and the lack of it in the '90s, and uh, you know, as a young kid who you know grew up with my mom and 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 dad but but my mom I was really close to my mom's side of the family 
and uh, they happened to be Mexican, and, and it was just the culture was there, and I, and I thought it was a beautiful thing, and, and so that was one of the reasons, you know, and I brought that up the other day as well, is like how that movie was like a very big, impactful movie. I cried at the end, and, oh. and you know, it was just like... <laughs> you ha- like, as soon as that rose drops, yeah. you're like, oh, the, here we it's go. Here we go, Yolanda. Yolanda! Yolanda. Public enemy number one. Oh, my God. Here. Yo- oh, my God. Wait, hold on. <gasps> No, that, oh, that was the wrong one. <laughs> Yolanda! Hold on, let me get this better. Yolanda! All right, mm-hmm. no, okay, enough of that. But <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, so, you know, that was a big part of what, uh, you know, me growing up. But but please, what was your biopic that, that really sticks I mean, out for you? So I, I do think Selena is the perfect one. Wow. It's perfectly balanced, but mm. I have to give it up for the um, Straight Outta Compton. Oh. I thought that was so, I the casting was beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love like, that they I had like, oh Ice Cube's God, the cast, I was, Casting alone, but the story, like, even though I knew Easy E wasn't gonna make it at the end, mm-hmm. I was still like in tears. And I'm not a big like hip hop fan at all. Well, I'm I'm a more of an appreciator of it than I am a fan of it. And I was just like, this is just amazing story. I loved every second of it. Yeah. I was so upset it did not get a lot of like accolades like during awards season. I was really shocked it didn't. Mm. Um, yeah but that, also like i also there's I, those two i love but then there's like that michael jackson jackson 5 one that used to be on vh1 oh yeah, I do and it that. would take up like five hours it was, it was that so one i hated <laughs> yeah, this, this, <laughs> five hours of tv just this damn story well yeah and you know what they 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 did they did such a long thing where they actually were able to sort of go into how he got into the body dysmorphia and how he's like so much where they <laughs> Too much. <laughs> right, right. And, and, and it's just, I don't know. Like, I, I, I didn't, I, I couldn't get through it myself, but it was, <laughs> it was always on and it was, it just took up the entire day. So, but I will, and also the, the Lifetime movies that are like, <laughs> like you talk about NWA being beautifully cast lifetime just like casts whoever shows up yeah because like i <laughs> i watch those for the comedy they are so amazing yeah. <laughs> in that regard yeah. the dia the leah story where they had r kelly and it was just like you could see the bald cap kind of coming it was just be- it was wonderful yeah <laughs> so horribly wonderful but you got you gotta love those bad what those bad just yes. bad <laughs> movies are just so fun to watch uh, just, just, just gotta give it up to the bad movie. How about the new edition movie? Did you? Watch I didn't that? catch that I one. Know. I hope I'm hoping to go back and watch. I need to see the Wendy Williams one as well. Oh, <laughs> that man, I didn't even know. Ridiculous. You know what looks really good, honestly, is mm-hmm. the new uh, Venus and Serena movie. Like, well, that's, that's looking. I mean, they have such a cool story too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like their dad didn't even like play, I think, but he was able to teach them to be like the greatest goddamn players ever. Yeah, that's why. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, geez, that was so bad. I watched it because I heard it was a train wreck. How could they butcher the casting for Missy <laughs> Elliott? <laughs> yeah, that was bad. <laughs> like the Missy one was like. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I did. It's just, like I want to know what it's like in their casting department. Like it be a dream to be a fly on the wall and they just like throw darts at pitchers, a headshot. <laughs> yeah. Like that one. That'll do. <laughs> and if they ever did like a Michael Jordan, the guy would end up looking like Larry Bird. Yeah, whatever works. Get it out. Get it out. <laughs> um, yeah, Billie Holiday versus uh, U.S. versus U.S. was really good. I really enjoyed that. Did Did you get a chance to watch that one? 
with Andre no, Day. No, no, no. Yeah. Didn't see that one. It was incredible. It was incredible. Um yeah, no, uh, the it, so so you think J Lo was you? I'm sorry, you think the Selena one is your favorite as well? I, I think it's perfect. It's just like the story. It. It's just a great. I mean, you know how it's going in, but you're still <laughs> enthralled <laughs> with every second. I think they paced it well. I don't like when we spend too much time in an era of mm. their life that maybe kind of we didn't need, like their childhood. Like we saw the key points. We right. saw her doing the washing machine. We saw him do that little show, mm. but then we sped it up, and I it's beautiful. This is perfect. The casting was a little off there. When you yeah. then I watched the VH1 behind the music later, yeah. and I was like, they didn't. Chris wasn't looking like that. Yeah, but Chris okay, was a little bit more doughy. <laughs> yeah, Chris wasn't this long-haired, beautiful, beautiful person. He was a little doughy, right? A little doughy, yeah. a little squatty, a little whatever. You know, we come in but- all sizes. <laughs> I saw um, Edward. I went to Comic Con one time in my life in San Diego, and I was when that like the height of my Big Bang Theory obsession. (laughs) And they were I I got into that big hall, Hall H or whatever, and they were like, "If you leave, you have to tell them." And blah blah blah. So I just sat my seat, and then Big Bang was maybe like two panels away, and I was like, "All right, I'm in, I'm in." And it was like whatever that show that like whatever like sci-fi show that edward james almost is on he was gonna be there and i was like oh my god it's salina's dad <laughs> like i was so i was the only person that's probably like oh my god that- <laughs> <Pusty> la <caca. laughs> I so that was like i was like oh my god salina <laughs> yeah well i mean there you go i mean making impacts right making impact <laughs> um they couldn't even get permission to play Aaliyah's actual songs. They just had to play R&B versions <laughs> of public domain <laughs> so yeah, they, There's rough. a lot of back and forth with Aaliyah's estate. I mm. think they're just about to put him on streaming. Mm. Her, I think they finally settled that. Wow. Well, it, it, it's a shame. I, I think it's a shame when, um, you know, when, when someone, an artist dies and that the estate sort of implodes on itself and it's always like this weird mad dash and then we have these like posthumous albums that they never approved of or put their seal of approval on that just come out (laughs) and now we're we accept it and then you're supposed to accept this as new music and (laughs) i don't know like um prince just came out with a new album and what (laughs) yeah 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 he came out with a new album I, i forgot what it's called but Dropping that, um, you mentioned sexy R and B earlier. Yeah. Like, <laughs> hey, watch out! No, the, the I I love sexy R and B, but uh, Prince. Mm-hmm. I mean, I absolutely love Prince, but Prince was uh, you know, like Prince was uh, he, he he didn't he didn't have like full album listenability. You know, like not all of his albums mm-hmm. were like super playthrough jams. You know, there's a couple. I won't say all, but like he made so much music. And it varied in styles so much that it's not all the best, but the things that he got right were so right. You know what I mean? Like, they were just so right. But this new album has, like, uh, I think it's called Born to Die. It's a, it's a it's super oh, slow jam. What a horrible name. The whole album, the whole <laughs> album is, like, getting back. Um, what is the name of the album? It's, like, so, like, it, it focuses on, um, like, cultural issues like 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 the race issues going on right now Mm -hmm. which is interesting you know like um that that his estate decided to you know put out something and sort of have it around what's going on right now uh let's see what's the new prince album called 
Uh, I'm a slow typer. Uh, Welcome to America. So the name of the album is called Welcome to America and has some stuff on it, you know, that that might be politically charged. I just thought it was interesting that the estate decided to go this way. And it's just, it's always weird to me. Prince is as good as he is bad, a.k.a. hit or miss. I agree. I agree. Um, This is it. What's horror? Oh, yeah. This is it. Did you did you listen to This Is It or did you watch the movie at all? Is that the Michael Jackson? Yeah. No. Um, well, it's it, it's honestly it it was honestly a really sad movie. Like, really? well, just because like they showed him and how intoxicated he was all the time. You know, like he, you you could literally see he, he was always in a cloud and like he was never like he was never he was never back to what we remember as Michael in his prime. I mean, even as yeah. Michael aged, he still had you know he still had the moves. But, you know, even at 50, he was just, it was really, like, he moved very sluggish, and he was just so out of it. And it was just a very sad, sad, sad sad movie. Uh, Do do you, do you, are you, were you not a fan of Michael Jackson at all? No, like, I love, like, his music's great, but it's like, I just didn't see it. Oh, really? (laughs) I had no interest. I've I've seen those, like, documentaries about, you know, all the allegations, Ah, for sure. But, yeah, for his music. And obviously when he died, oh my God, that stopped the world. Yeah. It was just like, um, I remember I was going to go see Finch Mm. at the Glass House in Pomona, shout out. And um, that night, and I was getting out of the shower and I I looked at Twitter and I was like, oh my God. And my family, we were just like, I remember watching the funeral and it was was the crazy. And I tried to think like, oh, what other artist or entertainer could die and it really impact the world like that? Like love or hate him, you can't deny what he was to music yeah so it's kind of like oh and then you know kobe passed i feel like that was somebody that that stopped the world too yeah which was absolutely insane. and then and then you see the documentaries about his allegations and then you know like- yeah. <laughs> but it's like separate the art and this i think you could separate art from artistry mm. and many many occasions yeah. sometimes <laughs> can you, can you uh, uh, well i was just talking about this in the discord the other day actually and and, and uh script queen was in there and and uh Kathosaurus and and reina was in there and we were all talking about it. i was like well you know if you write r kelly out of the picture then you're writing out you know songs by by janet jackson um uh what was it casey uh casey and jojo did i get that wrong i mean like he has all these hit songs with all these different artists and so if you're gonna go through and write off r kelly then you gotta write off you know uh anytime by janet jackson and uh i can't remember all the ones they were they're just naming it but but still it was like you know there's so much to the art that goes beyond the artist that Mm -hmm. writing all of them off all writing off their whole art. Oh my, Gremlin Lucy, thank you so much. Oh, mighty, mighty, thank you so much for uh subbing Gremlin Lucy. I appreciate that. Let me get you some love, mighty, mighty. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I shit, what were we talking about? Damn it, that's what writing happened. artists off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where, where you're able to write. Uh, is there artists that you? There you have no choice where you're just like, I can't, I just can't get past this. Hmm. I, uh, I don't think so. It's kind of like if I love them, 
I'm still going to listen. There's nobody that I've loved that's kind of crossed over into that. Like I, like I love what the Cosby show did for TV. I'm a big fan of television, but I wasn't a, I didn't watch it. So to never watch it again is not going to impact me or anything like that. But yeah, like I love newfound glory and they obviously they had a member that Mm. was doing some things and got kicked out and I still listen to the music. Right. right. What did, what was the dude doing? Um, there was allegations, snap. What is that roulette, Snapchat roulette thingy? Oh, roulette yeah, yeah. chatty mm. and underage and yes. things like that. Yes. And Ooh, icky, saving icky. photos and everything. They, <sighs> I think, I remember it was like middle of the night. The band announced they're like, he's no longer in the band. No explanation. And I said for years at that moment, I was like, that guy. Every time I went and saw him, I told my friends like, I look, that's creepy vibes. He gives me creepy vibes. <laughs> and then right when that, I told, I was like, I bet you this is what it is. I bet you. And I was right. Wow! So people trust my vibes. Mighty, <laughs> mighty! Uh, another sub. Thank you so much for those gifted subs. You're too kind. You're too kind. Thank you so much, mighty, mighty. I hope you're doing well today. Um, yeah. The the the, the what what instrument did the dude play in New Found Glory? Mm, 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 mm. I think the guitar. Okay, mm. so he's a creepy guitarist, just over there doing <laughs> his creeper moves. It's creepy. It's creepy. <laughs> but unfortunately, he wrote the lot of the best wow. of their songs wow so, so if you listen to them post him leaving the band you can tell wow wow that's really interesting and it's like when it hits bands like that when it hits a band i remember i remember before you know sort of this cancel culture thing really became huge which someone explained to me the other day which made a lot of sense the cancel culture has always been a part of our culture i mean you know even you know mccarthyism and stuff like that but uh but the Oh my god, I am just terrible today. Like I'm <laughs> literally forgetting what I'm saying in the middle of this. I'm sorry. What were we just talking about? This is so awful. Cancel culture. Culture. <laughs> That's always been a thing, but there was something else with it. Who were we just talking about? God. We had our Kelly, Bill Cosby, Michael. Bands. Bands. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, with a band. Oh, yes, I remember. Well, back uh there was uh the basis for fish was caught and was beaten up and I, I don't know how big of a fish fan you are I, I you can never tell apparently the the press secretary for Donald Trump is a huge fish fan so who would have known uh <laughs> but but uh you know like he got he got trouble doing some underage photos and some uh some some Whoa. hell's angels guys but you know that's like the band sort of absorbed it because there wasn't this 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 movement towards eliminating that kind of toxicity out of the public eye. So, um, you know, it wasn't so prevalent then. So uh, he sort of made it through. And it's interesting to see people who made it through. Uh, like like Raina just mentioned, uh, Chris Brown. Chris Brown made it through, you know. <laughs> and and uh, Anthony Kiedis, which he just writes in his book that he's having sex with 14-year-old models. I mean, it's in his book. <laughs> It's in his book that he's just out there hitting it. Like, I what the fuck? Bro, calm down. Like, and he yeah. wrote the book before the whole Me Too movement. And and you know, if that book he made slid, he slid under he the slid radar. under the radar. And so it's like, whew, yeah, it's I don't know, but but yeah, Chris Brown, he definitely made it through. And and that one was pretty hard too, right? That was a pretty hard one to get past. That's rough. Yeah. It was like Are you a fan of Chris Brown at all? 
<laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, he has like good songs, but I'm not like going to go see him or right. anything. Yeah, me neither. I, I don't. I, I, I like his Indigo album, but like, but like, I don't know. It's just, I, I have no desire to go see him. And it's not because he's, you know, a, a woman beater, but it's because he's, <laughs> because it's just, I'm not interested. Uh, you completely wrote off Kanye. Uh, well, I would love to hear your take on Kanye was. Well, I mean, what's your take on Kanye? Kanye, Kanye's. He's a good artist, I guess, but he's just not for me. I went and um, since I live in L.A., I go. I well, when times were normal, I would go to Jimmy Kimmel Live all the time because oh, he, his outdoor guests just perform in the parking lot in, oh, the, right. in the back of the studio. And that's like, free, I mean, Kanye for free. I've seen yeah. so many artists back there that's and rad. it was a good performance. Mm-hmm. I'm not denying he's a good artist, but he's cuckoo crazy. Mm-hmm. I think he definitely needs help. Yeah. And I just think he's at a point in his life where who's going to tell him what to do? Right. We've let him get too big for his britches. Right, right. And when like you look at them and you're like siding with Kim Kardashian, <laughs> you're like, something's gone wrong. <laughs> the world has gone awry. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, I am for a Kardashian. <laughs> I'm worried about her. Yeah, he was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. And and when mm-hmm. you hear him talk, and especially in long form, uh, like I, I watched the interview he did with Joe Rogan, and like it really is revealing on how like like you know, he was pretty reined in for that conversation but it was still like he's just that he's just like one one lyric away from becoming unhinged you know like he's just it's really strange but i absolutely loved his his uh gospel album i thought it was amazing that was like you know I, i love gospel music i'm not the most like christian guy in the world or anything but like just that move that music touches me and like the fact that he took it and sort of did the kanye and and recreated it in in you know in his image and uh i, I just really respected that so i don't know i i, I still love kanye as a, an artist but man his mental illness is a little off the charts yeah he just like hopefully gets some help because it would be like it's a shame when people are like that creative and they just like kind of don't don't see that they need the help. They're just like, no, 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 it's my artistry. It's my artistry. And then they go crazy. Mm. And then you're like, what is that guy? Howard Hughes or you're like locked in a house and you're like, you know. in bottles. So, yeah. 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 So yeah. you don't want to ever get to that point. Yeah. I hope he gets help too. Uh, it was fairly obvious for me that he had some issues. So I mostly regard his behavior as untreated mental illness. Well, yeah. did you ever see the clip of him when they gave the Kardashian momish talk show, Chris <laughs> Jenner, and she was on there and she had Kanye because, you know, it's her son-in-law. Right. And he's like, ha, ha, ha. And he just like, it's really, it's just like a weird clip. It's like a popular <laughs> gif. Oh, my and you're just like, that's creepy. It is. It is. And, and, and it's like, um, I mean, like to... If that's not an act, which I don't think it's an act, because you can do that, and I've seen people act like that, and you know, just sort of act, just sort of giving a creepy vibe out or whatever, you know, just like, ha, ha, ha. you know, just make a point maybe that something's not funny, but like that, you know, comes off legit, and it's like it's really hard to fake, you know, because you can see. I mean, there's good actors out there, but it's like it's pretty obvious when people are uncomfortable if you're watching for it, or if people are like acting outside of what we're used to or what we think is normal. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, it, it seems very obvious just just the way he talks and his movements and stuff uh, that he, he needs help, and and that's fine. I mean, just as just as much as our president probably needs to rest and like 
you know, <laughs> get some rest and, and, and maybe, you know, get some treatment for Alzheimer's. I don't know. You know, like it, it, it just seems fairly obvious sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like it just seems <laughs> obvious sometimes. Uh, but I think Kanye is so talented. He will need to, uh, to do something horrible to another person in order to not have people want his art. Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. I, I don't know. It's uh, it's I I uh, I, I agree with you. It's uh, he probably is gonna have to do something really horrible to get, you know. I thought the whole Trump thing was like the I thought that would have ended it for him. I don't know, like that that seemed really weird. Not not that I'm a Trump supporter or anything. I, I know I just shit on Biden, but like I, I <laughs> voted for him. So just so everyone knows where I stand, I just, <laughs> my my third and fourth choice. You know, yeah, but he exactly. was there. <laughs> he was there, and it wasn't the other guys. So. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, just so you guys know where I'm coming from. Not, you know, like, I, I'm not just gonna sit here and shit up Biden and not tell you why. It's only because I don't like him, but it was only because he wasn't the other one. So, anyways, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> the, uh, uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. Um, you know, Kanye is is Kanye, but I, I definitely think that he's he's not someone that should be just written off. But I, I don't know. How did you feel about when you saw him with Trump and stuff? Was that like, yeah, I mean, were you just like, whatever, he's just mentally out of it? I, just, I think he goes where there's the most attention. Yeah. And, and I, yeah. who knows? Like, I mean, I can't say what his political beliefs are, but it seems like he, he'd flip it and he, he'd flip like a switch hmm. if whoever was more had the spotlight. Yeah. Yeah, and well, it's like he's rich, so it's like who cares who's in office when you're rich? It's right. Like, right. When you're, it's like you can fight for this and fight for the best. Like end of the day, damn, you're making money, so it's like <laughs> you don't care what happens to us, right. us yeah. commoners, the peasants. Yeah, the peasants. Uh, no, and and then could you imagine Kanye West as president? Like I don't know. God, that was <laughs> just a waste of time. Yeah. Uh, it's like yeah. Caitlyn Jenner over here trying to run for governor. <sighs> That's a little weird too. That's a little weird too. Doesn't she has like a since she like kill somebody on like PCH? It was like yeah, and she's like against gay marriage. That's the most ridiculous thing. It's like I think like we learn when we're little. It's like, what do you need to do to be um president? You need to be 35 mm-hmm. and you need to be a citizen. It's like, why aren't there like a class? Like, I swear you do more training to work in fast food than there are <laughs> qualifications to be president. And that's the <laughs> biggest problem. It's like you're just letting yeah. anybody with money run. It's like if I apply anywhere, I gotta submit resume, yeah. cover letter, background yeah. check. Politicians do none of that. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like, I have money, put my name on this ticket. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And yeah. it's insane. I That's why you get so many crazies up there, like that lady from Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> I got money, I'll treat you right. Um, yeah, the, the, wait, wait, are we talking about Andrew Yang or Kanye? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I like Yang Gang. I was Yang Gang. That, that's me. <laughs> Yang Gang or... Um, who was uh, Tulsi Gabbard? I really enjoyed Tulsi Gabbard. I really thought she had a lot to say, especially about ending um, ending uh, these foreign uh, wars that were just overthrowing governments for resources. Like uh, the fact that she was saying that on national TV and running on that platform, it was such a huge thing. But you know, I'm not trying to go there at all. But I just there were so many better options than than the one we ended up with, and I just. Bleh. 
And he had to get a D-lister, but you know, he's there. He's <laughs> D-lister. Trying. <laughs> he's trying. Actually, they do background checks, but I agree. Money talks. How much of a background check? Because I'm pretty sure there's some <laughs> allegations against some of these fools that made it right into office. So I don't know how much of a background check they're doing. Yeah, Yang Tulsi ticket would have been ideal. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I just... But, you know, whatever. We're, <laughs> there, we're this, this whole... This whole system is is owned and operated as a corporation. So, mm-hmm. what are we gonna do? Uh, but but yeah, I, I the the thing about Kanye is too. I think that that adds to his genius is that he is a that people forget that he is actually a marketing genius and that he um that when you look at these these stunts and you can call them stunts or you can call them what actually happened, but you see him behind these stunts like Jay-Z and Beyonce mm-hmm. selling records about some, you know, somebody getting cheated on. Did that happen? I don't know. But did they sell a bunch of records? Yeah, they certainly did. Uh, and, and, you know, like the the rap Illuminati, all that stuff, all that stuff. I mean, it's, it's that out of coming out of that camp um, of, of just marketing, I think is absolutely genius. And so I, I almost feel like Kanye West likes to get himself in positions um, and, and see if he can like climb out of them, you know. Like, like I wonder if I went and supported Trump. I wonder if people would still love me at the end of the day. Like he's like testing the limits. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean, because uh, because when you're when you're rewarded for acting and 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 creating these kind of publicity stunts, then why wouldn't you think that you could get through anything when you're rewarded so? well you know like he was paid so much money and made so much money off of all these things that he's done in the past why wouldn't he think why wouldn't he continue to be like yeah and this is gonna work and, and it did i mean it did it brought lots of attention to kanye west it split some motherfuckers up but you know like <laughs> if you're a kanye fan like to, through and through you still like kanye and I'm, i still love kanye I, I don't agree with what he says but again we're we're killing the author we're separating the art from the artist and and I think that's the healthy way to look at it, uh, honestly, because, it's, again, if we're going to hate, if we're going to write somebody off, if we're going to write someone's art off because of some things they did, then we got a lot of artists to go write off. <laughs> yeah, there's not going to be anything to enjoy. <laughs> but One I, song. <laughs> yeah, one, one, one sad little song. But, I, you, know, I, you, you know, talking about mental health and stuff, I mean, like, the, what, do, what did you think about this whole Free Britney movement and how, what's going on with that? God, it's so sad when you like. Absolutely. I was, um, I'm a big Backstreet Boy fan, and AJ was doing a podcast, and he said he ran into her, and you know they were big at the same time. Uh, uh-huh. They know who each other are, and she she kind of just looked at him, was like, "Huh, oh hi," and he's just like, it's kind of like a shell of a person. Yeah. It's just crazy that her family used her and her talents, and then we're kind of, just like as a puppet. And I, ho- I hope her all the best. I hope she gets out from under them. That's it's just sad. Yeah, I, I absolutely because she. I mean, South Park. They touched on Britney long ago. Yeah, <laughs> long, long. And that time was ago rough. That. They were rough on her too. You know, um, I'm still trying to find dirt on the dude that did Pop Goes the Weasel. <laughs> <laughs> Pop goes he the weasel. <laughs> Did he get canceled? Yeah, we'll cancel. We're gonna cancel. You know what? He's canceled. There he is. Canceled. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I ran. I ran them for all House of Delegates in my state. I, lo- I no longer work in politics. 
uh, they turn a blind eye for things they won't let others get homes for. Maybe you guys are in a different conversation. I don't, I, okay, I don't know. <laughs> we're going at it. Uh, that's really important. You got to discount like 80% of the artists for before the 1980s if you apply modern standards to the, <laughs> yeah. I mean, when you listen to the, the stories about, um, led zeppelin right like i mean just uh, i i don't you know i don't know how much of led zeppelin you are but you know but um dave Chappelle, he said something really interesting about all that he said you can't look at a picture and be mad about it it's like that's a stamp in time it's like mm -hmm. we can't go back in history and be like mad that led zeppelin maybe let some underage girls in i don't know mm -hmm. i'm not saying they did but right. like they it was just a different time you know yes. and it's like we can't go back let's just move forward with it mm -hmm. and try to just better ourselves that hopefully we won't have people sending unsolicited pics or masturbating on the phone Louis CK <laughs> you know, moving just hopefully these stories can be cautionary tales to just move forward and be better yeah but no. just don't look back because mm -hmm. there's a lot of problems there yeah. yeah but that's what it was then it's like look at ancient times they were like in bathhouses and stuff mm -hmm. oh yeah sure. it's just like, and they were like wasn't like in Egypt they were like 14 and shit like. oh, yeah. well no I mean even here in America like 12 and 13 year old was when they were wed that was like the time to go oh they're right they're bleeding they're bleeding let's go let's go you know like so mm -hmm. you know underage or I mean underage now but then it was like this is fertility maybe life was shorter so mm -hmm. we had to act yeah. quicker and, and you know we had to get this done we got shit to do I'm gonna die yeah. in like we're 10 gonna years we're gonna die bro. by 35 yes yeah. <laughs> so I got I got to get some babies and some seeds out there before my old legacy goes under. Um, so you know there there is different ideas for different times and and you we can know, only move forward as better people. Yes, and and that's one of the things that you know that I I do like about these movements. You know, like the woke and Me Too and stuff is that it is forcing people to stop and be mindful about what they're saying, what they're doing. And, and there's nothing wrong with mindfulness, right? Like there's nothing wrong with stopping and, and just being aware that you're talking to people and you're going through life and, and doing things and your actions can affect other people. Um, you know, and, and there, there's a whole other side of that, of course, that maybe it goes a little too far, but you know. Uh, but with the Louis C.K. thing, I was just thinking about that this morning. And, like, he's coming to Detroit in, soon, and, and so is Dave Chappelle. And my wife was like, we can either go to Dave Chappelle or we can go to Louis C.K. And because I, I still am a fan of Louis C.K., I, I think what he did was abhorrent. I don't think anybody should go to work one day and just have some, like, creepy redhead fucking jerking <laughs> off at them. <laughs> Made I think it they, much worse that he was a redhead. Yeah, it does. It really does. Like, and then, uh, dude, I, I was, it, like, I was, I was, like, thinking about the Dave Chappelle bit that he did out of and what he's like. His semen ran down his phallic uh, penis <laughs> as it flowed over his red pubis like lava. <laughs> it's like, oh, they just the whole the whole description, which I did not need to redo, but still, it's very funny, but just terrible. It was just you know, like what he did. I, I'm just not supportive of, but I am such a fan of of like his outlooks and and the way he you know makes fun of certain ideas and, and whatever. I'm still a fan of his comedy. It's just like, damn, Louis, you didn't have to do all that. Uh, mm -hmm. Everyone sees what they can get away with. There will always be people that push boundaries. Uh, no biggie. I'm already exhausted. Uh, wait a second. It was the same conversation. You asked how deep they actually look into politicians. Oh, 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 I see, I see. No biggie. I'm already exhausted from Shane. <laughs> no worries, no worries. Yeah, I mean, they do do background checks, but, I mean, unfortunately, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, just not a fan of redheads. 
I actually see this, uh, I actually see his racism as integral to his work. In fact, in the fact that it is fuels his fear of the unknown, he is being very honest about the deep fears that fuel <laughs> his racism. So I can appreciate that. Man, I feel like I'm missing the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> HP Love were HP uh, Lovecraft's work and his uh, vocal races. Oh, I see, I see. You're talking about HP Lovecraft. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's a different take than we see these days, and it's also important to view his life in context. He was essentially a desperate artist in the depths of poverty, and I think he used race as a way to elevate himself above his own insecurities by devaluing other humans based on inherent qualities. Uh, it was, I'm a gorgeous ginger. <laughs> I even have a soul. <laughs> oh, your respect. Warrior, <laughs> thank you so much for being here. It's good to see you. Uh, anyways, but like with Brittany, um, you know, like I, I love that story of that brought all this on. Are, are you aware of how this all started? How the Free Brittany movement started? No. <laughs> uh, um, it was this, uh, it was these two podcasters that used to do. Um, uh, they did a, a show about Britney Spears, and I can't remember. Uh, they, I can't remember how far they went into it, but then they started getting on this thing where they were deconstructing her her Instagram videos, and mm -hmm. they were starting to get really deep into it because they were thinking that she was sending messages, secret messages within the within her Instagram messages. Turns out she was. They were right, and so these two podcasters sort of broke the story and start just by podcasting about it and it sort of got traction and the internet and um and so like you know it it it, it caused enough of a ruckus to where an, the online community and supporters of britney were like free britney and hashtag is born um but but it, it's really awesome that that's how how fan interaction can sort of help and uh, and get involved in, in sort of making movements and pushing movements forward. It's really cool. And uh, but but I think you're right. I think that that she's also is, you know, you were saying that story of how she's sort of listless and just sort of out of it. And and, and now what she's doing, it, what is really interesting is that she has like her boobs are out on her Instagram. I don't know. Do you follow Britney Spears? I follow Britney Spears. I, well, <laughs> I do. Um, yeah, it's like she's just trying to own herself. Right, like, right. And, and him in a long time. She mm, hasn't had that. Exactly. And that's a big part of who we are as mm -hmm. people. If you can't own yourself, it's like if you've been a puppet for so long. I mean, she was on Mickey Mouse Club at what, like 11? <sighs> yeah, her whole so life. So for over two decades, somebody's been pulling her strings and now she's kind of like cut, cut, cut. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's and she's going up and, and I'm not I'm not girl. I'm not yeah I'm not judging at all I I, I you know I love Brittany and, and, and whatever do you Brittany I'm not hating um, <laughs> but I am you know I am hoping the best for her in the way of mental health treatment and like you know like K Fed you know I'm hoping that the new guy isn't just trying <laughs> to use her and I hope that she doesn't give her power up to this dude. And, 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 you know, she's all Catholic now, which, again, I'm not hating. But, you know, all of a sudden she's Catholic going to the... It's just... I, I, I get... I, I'm not judging at all. I just... I only hope the best for her. And, and I just hope that... I, I don't know. How does that fall on your ears? Alcoholism is not a sin. <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, no, no. Alcoholism. 
Yeah. It's wonderful. Yeah. I just think I am just wish her the best and hopefully she gets the help she needs. And again, hopefully she's not in a K fed situation because mm-hmm. yeah. that guy is wild. <laughs> Such yeah. a that girl. She hopefully her taste in men has matured, you know, as the years have gone. Yeah. Free the nipple, baby. Uh, fuck the view that a woman's chest is somehow more sexual than a man's and should be censored. Um, I don't, you know, how do you feel about that? Do you think the nipple should be free? Yeah. I mean, (laughs) yeah, it's just, (laughs) why? Especially like when you think about like, you can wear a bathing suit in public, but as soon as it's a bra and panties, it's a whole, it's like a misdemeanor or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's like a whole other problem. But like I've seen, I live right by, I live in Long Beach, about two blocks from the beach and you see the wildest outfits (laughs) out there, but (laughs) I love it. That's what I love about Southern California though, is like the freedom of that, like how free people could be because of weather permitting. And, but also that very, (laughs) like just very sexual expression. I mean, like coming from the Midwest, this is a very repressed, very Christian thing. And, you know, going out West, uh, you know, mountains, oceans, weather, beautiful people and and (laughs) it's such a it's such a just a culture shock uh but yeah it is stupid it is like why why are we why are we doing this why are we still why are we still caring about nipples like there is way more things to be concerned about this world (laughs) the nipples but the children the children the children got nipples too yeah It's not like they suddenly grow them in puberty. Right. It's like, yeah, I was like, boing, boing. Mom, <laughs> what are these? Uh, weather permitting, yes. Uh, it used to also be taboo for men to be bare-chested. They had their own free-the-nipple movement like 100 years ago. Oh, look at that. We got that accomplished, didn't we? Very mobile, oh, us men. Of course, men, <laughs> of course, Very the men looked out for themselves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I got to show off my massive pecs so I can get laid more. Uh, but but my, but my that woman better not, or else she's a whore. Um, let's see. Uh, always bothers me. I truly don't understand the attitude of boobs uh, equals sex. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I like boobs. I'm a dude. I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to be gross or anything, but like to deny your, deny my natural urges. Uh, I'm not, I don't know why, why dudes like balls of fat wrapped in skin with a little Hershey's little thing at the end there. But uh, what do you want from me? I don't know. This is, this is how I'm built. We all love boobs, Mike. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Um, we have a question from uh, Cartagena. Uh, he wants to know, what is your favorite thing to write about? Or things, plural. Uh, recently, I've been doing, so I also forgot to I write for a site called Cosplay Central. Okay. So it's all about, co- I don't cosplay. Mm. So another thing I appreciate, but I don't do it. But I do, I kind of interview them about, like I've done, because I found it interesting, like a lot of black people love anime. Mm-hmm. And so I interviewed yeah. um, some black cosplayers about their love of it and just found out more about it. I do. Uh, and then I wanted to bring more POC. So I've like interviewed indigenous cosplayers, stuff like that. Oh, but dope. recently um, at Blurred Con, black nerd con they had a cosplay contest and a white woman won and it caused a lot of like conversation like should she have even entered what Mm -hmm. was that so i talked to a couple of cosplayers recently i just like to talk about race and Mm -hmm. pop culture because it's something like growing up in the 90s as like a mixed black person it was hard to see first of all mixed people in 
you know, yeah. on the media and then black as well. So I like talking about race and pop culture and how that kind of defines our lives. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Plus show. Which, which I think you do really gracefully, honestly. I mean, because it, it is hand in hand, I think. And we're talking about representation and, and how important I think it is. And, you know, there was a point that Script Queen made where, like, where uh, she was taught her culture uh, through the family, which I do think is important as well. You know, it's like family. Like, my mom passed down these these this information. Although my mom was very... Um, she didn't like talking about her past too much, and, and I understand mm -hmm. why. It was rough. She's an immigrant. You know, she came from Mexico. Her father was in the fields and marked with Cesar Chavez and shit. So, like, there was some shit going on, and uh, that she probably doesn't really want to talk about all that much. And um, so, but, but to have, to have like, family around that's able to impart these, like, traditions and culture, and it, it, it is so important, and, and to know that, like like my aunt, she was able to pass down to me like the information of like where like back where our family traces from, starting from Spain, you know, and mm -hmm. and like the journey of that, like having that information, I think it's just so valuable. Um, but yeah, I, I do think that that it should be in the family. But I also think external forces have a big play in that as well. Yeah, it's like especially in the um, for a lot of like kids in the '90s, divorce was on the rise in the '70s and '80s. Mm -hmm. So by the '90s, there were a lot more latchkey kids, yeah. and I feel like that's another reason the '90s pop culture is so big and so nostalgic for some some of us because we didn't have that two parent household. Mm -hmm. We had we're coming home from school, we're by ourselves until like you know, dinner time. And that's who raised me. It was TV and mm -hmm. people like me, like you mentioned Steve um, at the beginning of the podcast. He's another person that was raised by TV because we just didn't have that, those parental people around all the time. So mm -hmm. that's where we got a lot of our insight into who we are. Right. But when you're black or Mexican, it's like, well, who am I racially? And then mixed really too. Know. It's a little yeah. confusing, mm -hmm. but I know who I am as like a middle child because of Darlene from Roseanne. I know who I am as a nerd because of Phoebe from Hey Arnold. It's like you kind of pick and choose other ways to express yourself. And mm -hmm. it's not always race, right. but it's nice when there are different people like Lisa Turtle from Save right. by the Bell that's is true. a nice little person to see in pop culture back in the day as well for sure for sure um it's a cultural thing did i just read that oh yeah uh it's a cultural thing in places that nipples are normal to see they also <laughs> can have a taboo for eating in public hmm that's interesting i've never heard of that but that's really cool uh, that has to be true I, i'm not saying you're a liar script i'm just saying like <laughs> wow i've never heard of that that's really interesting that there's some cultures out there that are like don't, don't be eating out in public it's disgusting what are you some kind of some kind of monster what is going on here but it's honestly likely a culture thing as a taboo if you look at modern hunter-gatherer tribes they do not see boobs as sexual which is why most tribal women are topless right on tv raised the 80s generation too yeah cherry from punker brewster gave me life as a child <laughs> hey arnold such a great kids show move it move it football head <laughs> oh, Arnold is one of the best 90s shows it was the most diverse mm. and I mean those kids I mean racially but they also looked like they were weird looking kids right but, and he grew I talked to somebody in a recent interview and seeing those alternative kind of families like being raised by your grandparents mm -hmm. or being raised by like in full house you had three dads of a sort yeah. that also was big in the 90s another thing that we kind of latched on to yeah. Not a lot of single parent things, I must say. Right, right. Well, I don't think about it, but in the seventies, you mentioned that in the seventies there was a lot of single parent households. Like, what? Why is that? 
divorce was on the rise in the 70s. A lot of women were that was kind of like you you watched you like Mary Tyler Moore was big because mm. women were going into the workforce because they were realizing I don't need no man. <laughs> I can get out there and do it myself. Hey. So that's, it's interesting. Yeah. So divorce rates, women realizing I don't got to be around him if I don't need to be. Yeah. Mm. And then that translated to the 80s, which really was the defining of latchkey kids in the 80s. No fault divorce. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I, I heard about an ice cream shop trying to open in an African co- country, and they were having the issue that people's ice cream would melt before they got home to eat it because they wouldn't <laughs> eat it in public. Ah, oh, interesting. What a, what a, what a conundrum. <laughs> how do you get past that? How do you get past that cultural block, right? Like, how do you... How do you do that? I don't know. Uh, I had the Hey Arnold theme stuck in my head the other day out of nowhere. It was enjoyable. Yeah. I I love Doug, too. I love Doug for the reason that there was like, uh uh-oh, uh-oh, hold on. I have some issues with Please, you tell me the issues before I tell you how much I loved it. First off, did you know, okay, he loved Patty Mayonnaise so much. It was like an insane infatuation. He was only 11. Oh. He was only supposed to be 11. I thought he was like 13, 14. And Uh I was like, all right. But 11? That was crazy. Hmm. And then when they moved to Disney. I recently just watched it because I just needed something to be on. They there was a character named Connie, and she was a bigger girl in the Nickelodeon version. Uh-huh. Well, the first episode for the Disney version, he's having a birthday party, and he's like, "Oh, Connie, will come. Let me give her an invitation." She opens the door. She's way thinner, and it's because she went to a special makeover camp during the <laughs> summer. And I was like. Disney. Because <laughs> as a as a fat kid in my childhood, yeah. seeing that's another representation right there is bigger kids, yeah. you know. So I was like, oh hell no, Disney. <laughs> you made that. Um, I was living. It was like three a.m. I tweeted about it. I was like, it is too I late for me to be this mad at Doug. <laughs> Damn you, Doug. That- but I mean, overall, otherwise. Okay, yeah. it's fine. It's a Nickelodeon classic. I'll give it that. Yeah, well, I, I do say I, I was a fat kid myself. I was like 325 in high school. So it was like, th- that. Oh. yeah, yeah. No, I, I always... I, I always love commiserating with uh, other uh, former fats, you know. Oh, my God. I swear we need a club. Oh, me and my we friend, a- we're going to start a podcast called Former Fats where we, where oh. we interview people that w- lost a bunch of weight. Like in middle school, me and my friends, it's like when you're fat too, you kind of like clump together because you know what it's like, especially in middle school, the most awkward time of our lives. So in middle school, we had a fat kids club, me and my girlfriends, (laughs) and we would just have slumber parties and we'd all bring a different food. And we watch a movie, and then that, and we would also rank the boys in our class. Like, we were very like, okay, let's see whose hair is the best, their eyes, their. I don't know why we were ranking their bodies. We're like fourteen year old. We're ranking. Yeah. Hey, you you calm down, moving Dutchman. I, you know what? The pandemic has not been kind to me. Okay, I I see what you're saying, sir. You calm down. Hot takes over here. Uh, no. My husband's also a former fat kid. He used to weigh about almost 400. And Whoa. He I see. I see him walk out. He looks great. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, no, my wife was too. It, it, my wife was too. Uh, she was a, yeah, yeah. Like we, like <laughs> we, fat. that's how we really come together though. I mean, so is eating like one of those like super awesome rituals that you guys share in or is like eating like. Oh, t- yeah. yeah or, I mean, I mean, once a fat kid, always a fat kid. You could lose the weight, but there's still like, if there's 
fresh baked cookies. You're like, oh yeah, <laughs> it's happening. I'm not one of those like I lost some weight now I cannot like I'm not like a health nut. Mm-hmm. I just happen to like I don't know how to drive, so I walk a lot. <laughs> oh, okay, so you just move. <laughs> yeah, around. so it just naturally came off um, at some point in my 20s. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, so yeah, eating is big for us. There used to when times were normal, right. there was a foodie con in LA. Oh, talk about a fat kid dream! Uh, That's like Costco on like steroids, samples everywhere. Give it to me, please. Yeah, I mean, I know I love food, uh, and I like I grew up like I said, latchkey, so I'm very microwave person, yes. but I learned to cook <laughs> in the recent years, so I'm like a natural baker. In my hey, that's amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, we've I got into that bread phase of the quarantine <laughs> yo oh yeah were you baking bread too oh yeah i oh, was yeah. like italian bread non all day banana bread pumpkin bread <laughs> dude yeah we went bread crazy ourselves uh i wanted to read this uh script king queen sorry script queen script queen um said something earlier that i wanted them to um kind of elaborate on no fault divorces where one of the couples doesn't need to do something wrong to initiate a divorce before divorces were granted if someone cheated or there was abuse Hmm, i see i see okay right on uh my dog is my saving grace i walk two to three miles a day for the boys so i burn my beer calories Pizza, yeah, pizza, <laughs> pizza jam just like pizza. <laughs> pizza. Pizza. They just, um, I don't know, for the former fats and current fat kids out there, they just released Chuck E. Cheese pizza for in home, like frozen pizza. How dare I know. I this I posted on Instagram stories is the most attention any of my stories ever got. <laughs> my friend in my DMs like, where do you get it? Where oh my it? god, I haven't eaten it yet. I haven't tried it. I'll report back. But I was so. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese was my jam, especially in college. There was one right down the street. So after our morning classes, me and my best friend would go down there and it'd be like empty. <laughs> and that weird little band would be playing. Yeah, the oh, Talk about creepers right there. Man. That was creepers. No, we were like, oh, God, it looks like we're so creepy, but we're just fat. We're Please just, just ignore us. We just came here for the pineapple. Can pizza. I just tell you that you are not the only guest who has okay. said that, that they have actually gone like and and. And, you know, even still go to this day, like, just go there. Like, you're probably like the third guest who's who said that. Like, so because because food is a I mean, it's a it's a topic here because, you know, former fat thing. But yeah, Chuck E. Cheese used to have beer. <laughs> yes, they it did. did. They did. Latchkey, independent kids that learn to be self-sufficient. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes I was a latchkey kid and my parents stayed together and but they worked day jobs and my dad worked at like 14 to 16 hours a day so he'd get home at like eight at night meanwhile me and my sister are like starting fires in the house <laughs> fucking just leap making messes just spraying thro- having egg fights in the house like and not clean it up like fuck it we're not who's gonna bleh, who cares what so, is like the age difference between you guys uh five years so she's oh, older. me and my brother are si- my I have a little brother that's six years. Ah, so, so you're the right. older the older sibling. I'm the I'm the middle, oh, middle child, that's right. but you the older that. that was in our older brother is like twelve years older, so oh. he was already like out living his life. Right, right. So okay, so you were basically the 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 older sibling. Yeah. But for um, him, yeah. <laughs> um we we have a we have a a, a, a baby interview. A baby interview? Hmm, that's weird. We have a baby Yoda interview and uh Aww. we we we're to do that so baby yoda um can you uh, baby yoda i am summoning you baby yoda 
please, you are needed. You are wanted. Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. All right, we'll give Baby Yoda a chance to get in here. Uh, Another Chuck E. Cheese thing. um, I was on the yearbook staff in high school. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we got get to pick the, one of those, like the class clown and everything. So me and my best friend, we were like, let's do the category best friends because we're going to (laughs) win. Everyone's going to vote for us. So we got it. And then we wore like these Chuck E. Cheese shirts for our picture. It says like something about being like best friends. (laughs) That's cute. I mean, did you win? Yeah, we won. We ha- there was another pair of girls that were kind of, and we were both the class you voted in. Mm-hmm. We each, I was in a class with the other girl, and she was in the class. So we were like, "Don't vote for them." <laughs> Don't vote. <laughs> like we went to campaign. I was really worried. I was like, "Oh crap, Jolene and that girl I'm gonna take our thing." Because we've been, be- I was like, "We've been best friends since fourth grade." There's no way. Because even like growing up, you didn't say my name without saying her name. Yeah. We just came as a pair. Aww. So I was like, we have to win. We did. And you won. Baby Yoda, are you there? Oh. Yeah. There you are. Oh. Baby Yoda, welcome in. Aww. Welcome in. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you beaming down, uh, taking time out of your busy day. How are you doing today? Pretty good. Yeah? Mm-hmm. What you been doing today? Mostly playing spacecraft. Oh, spacecraft! Yeah, the the space version of Minecraft. Uh, in case anybody's wondering, uh, Baby Yoda, do you have a question for today's guest, Kendra Beltran? Yes. Oh, please <laughs> ask away. What's your favorite color? Ooh, what is your favorite color? My favorite color is. Yellow. Hey, there it is. Yellow. Yeah, I love yellow and purple, but I don't, I'm not a Lakers fan, but they have beautiful aesthetics. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Baby Yoda, do, do you have another question for our guest today? Yes. <laughs> He's thinking. He's thinking. Okay. Don't rush him. <laughs> yeah, we can't rush him. What's your, self, what's your favorite thing to watch on TV? Oh, what's Ooh. your favorite thing to watch on TV? It's right now, it is RuPaul's Drag Race. Wow, it's, RuPaul's it's Drag Race. It's my comfort show through everything. <laughs> wow, but sober. Welcome in. Thank you for the raid, mm-hmm. bringing your friends over. Uh, we're, we're just doing, we're just finishing up a baby Yoda interview and then we'll do your raid song. And then, um, uh, then we're going to let Kendra go because I, I told her it'd be two hours and we're, we're <laughs> running on two. So, uh, so, uh, anyways, uh, Kendra, do you have a question for baby Yoda? Hmm, baby Yoda. How did those uh, like blue macaroon things taste? Oh, how did the blue macaroon things <laughs> yeah, taste? When baby you're in Yoda? the classroom. <laughs> yeah, when you're in the classroom, how that taste? Not really that good. Oh. Oh. Mm. Okay. I mean, they're blue macaroons. I, I, I mean, maybe in your place that's awesome, but I don't know. I don't know. It's not as that a, as good a former fat. <laughs> it takes a long time to get here. And oh. almost not that tasty after a while. <laughs> ah, so if it if it sits out for too long, it's not that good. So it yeah. it can it can go bad in shipping. You're saying? Yeah. Yeah. But it has to go all the way through space. Yeah, light years are no short feet. That is for sure. Um, definitely light years. <laughs> definitely light years away. 
Baby Yoda, thank you so much for this very, very interesting and, and <laughs> mind-expanding uh, conversation that you induced to us. Uh, uh, do you have any final words, Baby Yoda, before you leave? Any, any words of wisdom that you'd like to impart with us? If you ever find the world of Baby Yodas, make sure you, you, make, make sure you can find me. <laughs> Words of Wisdom by Baby Yoda. Everybody, give him a round of applause. Baby Yoda, thank you so much. You have a great rest of your day, buddy. Thank you so much. Peace out. out there. <laughs> there we go. Um, there it is. There it is. Okay. I do love Baby Yoda. Yeah, Grogu. Yeah, Grogu is Grogu is the man or the baby. Everyone talks about like the Emmy nominations for yeah. like Pedro Pascal and everyone on yeah. the show, and I'm like, where is Grogu's? Yeah, where is Grogu's? <laughs> And, he and, owns the show. And, and he is the show. And where's Gina's nomination? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't. She's not even that good on the of an actor on the show. I'm like, you guys. They only nominate good actors, <laughs> not just because you're there. Uh, and like, regardless of what she says or believes, she's not a good actress. You know what? She's a, on that role. She was an MMA fighter. Like, I don't know how good of an actress the MMA fighters could be, but you know, whatever. It's what's, you know, what is uh what's in it? Um, she's at Ronda Rousey. Yeah, Ronda Rousey. <laughs> she's an actress. Yeah, she she began acting. Those Fast and Furious films. Did, did I say actressing? I almost said actressing. That's what I almost said. Okay, we're gonna do a really quick rendition of Tacos, and then we're gonna get back for our final words with our guest today Kendra Beltran. Okay guys thank you for the raid Wild But Sober and by the way for all those who came over and if you're still here that is I know this took me a while to get here but uh, my name is Mike this is a music podcast sometimes we have live music streams and we uh we, yeah, yeah. And I play music and I do live looping and um all kinds of fun stuff. So here you go, Wild But Sober. Thank you so much for the raid. And uh, here you go. It's raining tacos. Oops, okay, let's do it in the right key. It's raining tacos from out of the sky. Tacos, no need to ask why. Just open your mouth and close your eyes. It's raining tacos. I gotta stop looking at the chat. It's raining tacos. From out in the streets, tacos are all you can eat. Lettuce and shells, cheese and wheat. Oh. It's raining tacos, half Mexican tacos. Shut up, Cartagena. <laughs> yum, 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 and yum. It's like a dream. Yum, 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 and yum. More sour cream. It's raining taco. Ooh, tacos. Ooh, tacos. Ooh, <laughs> it's raining pizzas. It's raining pizzas from out of the sky. Pizzas. No need to ask why. <laughs> Open your mouth, close your eyes. It's raining pizza jams TV. Boom! Watch out! There it is. It's raining tacos, everybody. Okay. Uh, it's raining salad, galley. You better watch your mouth, sir. All right. Uh, here we go. Let's let's get back to our guest and, and have some final words here. Um, is uh. 
Kendra, thank you so much for coming on the show and thank giving you us your time. I, 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 I so appreciate your your insight into pop culture because, uh, you know, I, I feel like in this last year I've kind of lost touch with a lot of it. So it's nice to it's nice that Hard people to are, enjoy sometimes. It is. It is. Thank <laughs> thank you for that. Woo, rain mystique. I appreciate that. R.I.P. Uh, Nature Boy at the WWE. Uh, we wish you the best, Nature Boy. Thank you, Ric Flair, for all your time. <laughs> uh, and Kendra, so do you have any last words you'd like to impart on us or uh, anything? Uh, and where can we find you? Not or, uh, and. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you can find me on Twitter. It's CrushgasmPod. And on Instagram, CrushgasmPodcast. And then, you know, Facebook's just Crushgasm. Or you can go to the website. It's just crushgasm.wordpress.com. And any last words, I'd say... You know, check out that Chuck E. Cheese pizza. pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know how you like it. <laughs> oh, my God. And then, of course, Papa Sweet has to throw in. Uh, sometimes you just got to open your mouth and close your eyes and accept the sour cream. Come on, Papa Smith. What, Papa Sweet. What, what is this? What is this? Is this, is this? Sour on like a taco? Yeah. No. You don't mm-hmm. like sour cream on tacos? I don't. I'm not a condiment person. Really? I don't like a lot of accoutrement. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I love barbecue sauce and I like McDonald's sweet and sour, but that's about it. Yo, McDonald's sweet and sour, it it does hit. Mm. It does hit. You're you're absolutely right. Those nuggets in there. As a as a you know, as a former fat, you just (laughs) food hits. You know what you like. You know what you like. (laughs) But McDonald's took away that orange high C for a few years and I kind of had to break up with McDonald's, but they brought it back. back. (laughs) Yeah. You gotta have meat in your taco. Uh, mm-hmm. Sour cream or vanilla ice cream? What are you talking about, Wild But Sober? And by the way, Wild But Sober, I didn't see your question. What happened to your question? You usually have your little smart-ass question. Where is it? Um, you know what? Before you go, this is what we'll leave you with. Because Wild But Sober knows his job. He knows what he's supposed to do. And yet he refuses to do it. So I will do it for mm-hmm. him. Okay. This is the last question. And I'm sorry to lay this on you on the last thing that you're going to say. <laughs> And I, I do apologize. And, and I hope that this doesn't, like, mess up the rest of your day. I just hate it. Oh, oh, now he's going to do it. <laughs> <sighs> Waffles or pretzels? Now, before you answer, know that these pretzels are soft-baked, salted pretzels, fresh out of the oven. However, whatever non-accoutrement or accoutrement that you want with it. Uh, 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 so there you go. Uh, waffles, however you want them, and pretzels, fresh baked. Not those little crappy cracker things. So <laughs> go ahead. Pretzels. Pretzels. I don't like waffles because I don't like that, like, the butter has to be super soft, and I don't like when it gets stuck in the crevices. I'm a pancake person uh, for life for that reason. And it's hard to find a good waffle except for, like, the, you know, ego. Yeah. Like at a restaurant, like, I hate when they're super hard. Yeah, but a pretzel <laughs> like those mall pretzels mm. <laughs> yeah especially a pizza one. Oh, perfect watch perfect out pizza. words <laughs> to live by Kendra Belcher and everybody thank you so much Kendra for thank coming you. on the show I had absolute joy and by the way like it was so much fun not going too far down the, the rabbit holes because like I said it's been a, a it's just been a couple weeks for me, so... <laughs> All right, Kendra, thank you so much. You have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much, Kendra, for coming on the show. I really appreciate your time and your truths. 
Uh, you can find Kendra at KendraWrightStuff.com. Go there. The link is in the show notes. You can uh, go there and find all her cool stuff. We got some social, social, uh, socials. Oh, my God. Social links in the show notes as well. So go follow up your girl and get it done. Uh, again, thank you, Kendra, for coming on. Uh, all right, guys. I'm going to keep this outro super short because I got tons of other outros to do so i love you guys be good to your fellow human beings i do have a new song coming out september 20th i've decided it's gonna be a monday release september 20th uh 2021 it's gonna be hamburger 2099 and it's gonna be fire i hope you guys enjoy the new song that's gonna come out in september so that's it for me for you again nick and Tolly is on the next episode so i'll see you guys on friday as I, um, <laughs> I'll probably be at Dave Matthews by Friday. So I'll probably be at Dave Matthews Band hanging out and uh, uh, dancing upstairs. <laughs> I like Dave Matthews Band. I know a lot of people hate Dave Matthews Band. I told my friend, she's a musician, and, and we're like homies, and we like, uh, we send each other memes, and we kind of have that like deep suspicion of authority and, uh, and have problems with dealing with authority. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to. So I was complaining because I was like, yeah, I got to go to Dave Matthews and they're going to make me like take a, a COVID test. Oh, I'm so mad. And she said, well, your first problem is that you're going to a Dave Matthews concert. So that's that's where you made your first mistake. <laughs> and I'm like, well, how dare you? So, yeah, you know, I know Dave Matthews is the most popular. I love Dave Matthews. So I'm really psyched to go see Dave. So. All right, guys, I will see you on Friday with Nick Natoli. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. I'll see you on the week's end. Be good to your fellow human beings. HJ's for everybody. Be nice, guys. Be nice. We're still in the pandemic. We got to be nice. All right, guys. Peace.